Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, These were segments that originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, They were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history. And we're happy to highlight those here. For much of American history, train travel was a primary way for you to get from state to state. Uh, Here in this Living Stories vignette, we hear stories of those who experienced train travel through young eyes. This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Kim Patterson. Passenger rail travel in America enjoyed its heyday in the early 1900s, carrying at its peak in 1920 an estimated 1.2 billion passengers that year. Trains made travel possible and relatively comfortable, even in inclement weather, something no other method of transportation could offer at the time. In 1911, Texas became the state with the most railroad mileage, a position it has not relinquished. Mary Sendone of Waco recalls a train ride she took around 1908. When I was about seven, my father and my grandmother Camendo took me with them to Houston on a train. And that, to me, was the most wonderful experience I ever had in my life. My grandmother had relatives there, and I had never been anywhere on a train. I didn't know what a train was like, even. And I remember my grandmother got train sick. She was riding backwards. That's what did it. Well, there was a doctor on the train, and he said, well, just let her lie down on this it wasn't a divided seat, it was kind of a bench, and they let her lie down to rest, you know. So there was a man and a woman sitting just close by, turned out to be a Jewish couple, La Herz, H-E-R-Z. They had a cigar store in Waco, and they asked me to come and sit with them. So I went and sat with them, and I always remember the first time I ever had a Nabisco. You know, they used to sell little Nabisco wafers in little tin boxes. They're just real thin wafers. I remember that the boy that came, they called the butcher boy, that would come through selling things on the train. They bought me a box of those, and that was the first time I'd ever tasted them. But they were friends of my dad's because they had business close to his shop. East Texas native Avery Downing, former Waco ISD superintendent, recalls a train adventure from the 1920s. I remember going to the Dallas Fair on a special assembled there in Marshall, Longview. 
I had one little experience there one time. I uh, had spent all my money except a quarter, and I saw that I had a few minutes left before I got on the train to go back. So I decided I'd buy me a couple of pounds of grapes. I ran back down to this little stand that had the grapes, bought them. When I got back, the train was moving out, and I had to catch that thing on the run. I remember that, and I wondered till this good day. I considered myself a shy and timid fellow. I wondered what I would have done if I'd missed that train. No money and no acquaintances. I don't know. During its golden years, passenger trains seemed to be permanently ingrained in American culture, but they fell victim to the proliferation of cars, interstate highways, and airlines as America prospered. By 1970, only the Santa Fe and Southern Pacific were still operating passenger rail service in Texas, and the following year, remaining trains were turned over to Amtrak. Visit us at baylor.edu slash livingstories. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.